I'm all right. Well, where, where are you driving at the moment? I'm driving home from work. Um, I was going to finish at five, but uh, my children are being utter brats and I had um, help at work, so I got off a bit early. Oh, okay. Hence the cha- changing of the times. Right. And now, so you, you, you've got, what, 20 minutes to squeeze a conversation with me into? Let's go, I reckon, 35. Wow. Are you yeah. just going to drive like ten k's an hour home? I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive slow. I'm going to drive relaxed. No, I I work about thirty six k's from my abode. Right. Um, but the good news is, it would be a lot slower come Monday. The snow is due tomorrow evening. Oh, okay, right. Yes. So, where are we getting down to currently? It has been an incredibly pleasurable, I'm going to use a North American word now, fall. Um, we've had highs of 21, 22, down to about three or four, but um, mm. it's been pretty good. Today it's a bit colder. I think it's a high of about 11, but right. um, it all it all kicks off tomorrow night. We go down, I think Monday's minus 11, high of minus one, and I don't, I don't think we're going to creep above zero again till March. It has been too long. What's what like? What, what, how like? How are you? First of all, I'm good, mate. How about you? Um, yeah. Look, I'm pretty good. Just uh, uh, working and doing my bits and bobs here and there. Great. That's oh, that's good to hear. As am I. I'm doing a similar thing, except in a new country, as we will recall from the last time we chatted. Um. It's going well. I've had a new child since we last spoke, maybe? Well, yeah. Have we spoken was... since I had my new no, child? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and how is she doing? She is doing brilliantly. Her name is Eloise, and she's utterly lovely. She's going really well. Um, we, You may recall from previous conversations... My first daughter was uh, not the best sleeper and just not great at the beginning. And um, we seem to have hit the jackpot with this second one. She's been a lot better. Oh, that's um, awesome. She, it's lovely. It's really good. Still having a few troubles with the, the bigger one, who's two years old now. Um, yeah, but, she uh, Yeah, I know. It's wild. Yeah, it's a bit of an age, mate. That's, that's why I'm headed home early from work. She's just kicking off, apparently, and um, just not making life fun for mama. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to like. I'm going to touch wood as I say this, but I do Please. seem to. Rem- I do seem to remember you saying originally with Augie that she started off sleeping well, and then it all went to ploppy poops. Yeah, I know, and that's what we remind ourselves that all all the time. Um, but then I I, I kind of realise now that it, she didn't start off sleeping well. Babies just sleep a lot. Like it's it's not a one is better than the other. Like when they're like within the first month, it's just a lot of sleeping. There's not much else going on, really. And so right. we were confused by that. Whereas the new signs on this one, instead of waking up, you know, three times overnight for feeds and upsetness, she's she's going to bed at about 10 at night and waking up at about 7.30, which is just amazing. Huh. Yeah, I know. Well, Don't that, say it out yeah, loud. That's awesome. 
Well, I, I know, I know, I should, I shouldn't have even mentioned it. Really, look, I haven't talked to you so long; it's a bit hard to know, like where to start. I yeah, well, I, I, I have, I miss you too, mate. Um, I have many dadding things I wanted to discuss. Um, let's just jump around. I'll throw them out. We'll we'll get on it and we'll get on to another one. How about that? Um, well, hang on. Just, just, I, just first of all. You go. Like, you go. I mean, yeah. I, 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 it's, um, you know, uh, we, we've started doing a couple more episodes of Dad Pants. Have you? I have aware listened, of this? yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Um, so uh, anything you say, I could potentially put to the put to the panel as well uh, next time. I have um, many things to say for the panel and many chats I want to have. Yeah, see, the, we're, we're probably looking at doing uh, a pants panel session monthly. Is probably how we're looking at it. It's a bit hard to get I them. Like it. It's a bit hard to get them together any more regularly than that because they're all hey, dad busy and teacher busy. At least they're all in the ta- same time zone. Yeah, yeah, I get Yes, correct. Um, Well, here's something I wanted to ask you, right? Go on. It's kind of, well, it's it's not necessarily dadish, but it's just for my benefit, really. (laughs) Yeah. You've you've moved to another country. Yes. Yes. Um, And around about the time that you moved to another country, uh, you you stopped using social media. I did, yes. Which is actually probably the most useful time for you to use social media. So I can talk to you and see things. I know, I know, and I'm regretting it. I'm regretting it. I know, I know. Um, I, I actually, I, I kind of made a conscious decision to stop really using social media with the birth of August. I just uh-huh. kind of like I saw so many people putting so much shit of their young children on there. I was like, I don't want that. I don't want to be that person. Oh, so so, I, so you you were you thought it might be difficult to resist putting a lot of photos and baby information up. Yeah, that kind of thing. And and another thing was, and it was a bit of a selfish, conscious decision moving to another country, I knew that social media would daily, hourly make me sad thinking about home and seeing, especially at a time of year like this where I've heard Sydney was just a cork a day yesterday and here it's heading the other way. And, you know, as much as I want to polish turds and that kind of thing, Edmonton (laughs) ain't Sydney. It's you know it's it's a different vibe here, man, and it's you it's could, domestic bliss. But um, you could just you know, turn it, you could just be off it for the Australian summer. Yeah, well, that'll be fun. Um, or I could just start following very boring people, I suppose. Yeah, well, um, or start following them again, like me. Yeah. Um, uh, now listen. Hey, now yeah. I, All right, no, I'm glad I, you said that because listen, I was starting to get offended because it was really it's really hard to pin you down sometimes for a chat. That's fair. But, but it's because you didn't want to feel um, like uh, homesick and FOMO, not because like, you know. I, I think I'm learning to good. deal with it a little better. Um, I was almost coaxed back onto social media the other day by your fine self. A post oh. you made through our dad pants stuff um, has been quite the talk of my Canadian family and doing the rounds over here. Um, it was the post of the, the the big sheep getting moved on the back of that truck. My my father-in-law... Yeah, Rich, Rich found that photo and sent it through. My father-in-law went nuts, loved it. Big and he was the he trucks. was the instigator of the big stuff on trucks, or he was let us know about big stuff on trucks from this side. And he loved it, thought it was one of the best things ever. And I my almost life, feel like it could be its own 
Instagram channel, big stuff on Big Trek. stuff on Trek. Oh, no question. I would get back on Instagram for that. And also, I am far closer to that world now as I manage a tyre store that deals maybe 50 60% in semi-trailers. And so I get some – I had – I how about this one? I had a house come through the other day that we had to change tyres on. So it's a full-on truck, a, a, like a, uh, what we call over here a wheeler. I think – I'm right. not sure what the nomenclature in Australia would be, but it's an 18-wheeler, so a shitload of tyres, right? No. <laughs> Eight, 18-wheeler? Sorry, no, I, like I, a, I thought about it before <laughs> you said that bit. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Um and it was fully loaded, and so we're jacking up a house on top of a truck to change the tires. Pretty wild, it, it, yeah. So I get whole, heaps of Did big stuff. Did your father-in-law ask for a live stream of that? Or I took a photo and sent it to him, and I do often with the things that come through, which is quite funny. Um, and I live in a part of the world now where there's often a lot of big stuff on trucks. It just happens more than at home. It's a real truck kind of place. I'm. I. Well, I think. At the very least, even if you don't want to go on social media, you can send through some photos to me and I can put them up. I would love to. I'll start sending you through some big big stuff on trucks. Big stuff, stuff on trucks. I don't, then we'll have to decide whether it splits off into its own beast. I think I, it should. I think it's it great. It might be hard to be an audio podcast, as, but maybe a social channel. No, I think a daily five-minute audio podcast. Uh, what you see? Yeah, house, back of the truck. All right, talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> but as soon as I said that, I realised, well, we did talk about big things on trucks a bit yeah, on our audio yeah, podcast. So I don't some of our pods did that a lot, yeah. Um, hey, I had something very potty that I wanted to bring up and that oh, I, yeah. you need to discuss. And I think I even um, – uh, it's a flip-flop on my part, but for Father's Day this year, nice. I was given by the whole family here – an electric lawnmower. You are now over on my side. I don't know if you remember this, Monty, but when I used to bring up the having an electric mower and the values thereof, you and Mr. Wiggins would shoot me down and that try is exactly and, uh, why I try and it up. Yeah. me. Really. I, I, you're utterly correct. And, um, that is why I wanted to bring it up and say I owe you all the apologies in the world. I am a convert. It is fantastic. Thank you. All right, so we're talking battery, not cord, right? Battery, not cord. Cord is still ridiculous in yeah, my opinion. Absolutely, even, I, even um, I'm on that. The right, dangers right. with a cord near a lawnmower are just – I don't know who thought that up, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is battery. Um, my uh, parcel of land, I can get two full mows out of one charge – Yep. Although I never do. I'm always charging it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just fantastic. The, thing, the first things that you notice, it's very quiet. Yes. I can have a conversation while using it. Yeah. It is or, or listen very, to bodies like I do. Well, while that's what I do. Mine. That's what I do. Um, and also it is um, very easy to start. That, yes. that is different to any lawnmowers I've had in the past. Yeah, you're not, you're not throwing your shoulder out of its socket trying to pull that stupid cord. Exactly. Exactly. Ben. And they don't explode often, right? Yeah, yeah, just a button. And uh, mine is a, a kind of button and pull tab kind of operation. Uh, not pull tab per se, but I need to press a button and then pull a wire towards me and hold it. And if I let go of it, it it's a, like a kill switch kind of thing. That's certainly how you use an electric mower, yes. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if there were different ways it worked kind of thing. I, I, I've only ever used one. All right, listen, let's get to the important questions. Yes. Um, as a resident of Canada now, yeah. 
Do you find yourself being an undermower or overmower? What do the conditions demand? Um, it is light in summer from about 4.30 a.m. till about 11.20 p.m. at night. You need to mow very low and very often. It grows wild over here. While everything is barren in the winter, yes. it is uh, it is vivacious and and full of life and growth during the summer. So, so the, it is, is there, an is there summer lawn overcompensation in terms of yeah, growth? Ab- absolutely, and it is very different lawn over here. I, I suppose it's hardier to last dormant under two feet of snow over the winter. So it's it's a different different thing it's not quite as nice on the feet mm. but it it is it is heartier we also have no australian bindi style imperfections really lawn is kind of lawn nothing dandelions are the only the only thing you have going how against do you, you how do you manage that you I, specifically I really like I, I, yeah, just, I assume I, you have I, some involvement in how that works yeah there seems to be a, a we have we get it like um, it's a non-chemical process, but we have a company come through at, at the my, – my father-in-law sorted this out for us. Once a year after it starts growing again, you let it grow for a little bit after the snow is gone. Then they come and put a special chemical on it. You leave it for a day and then you cut it and you've got none of those for the whole winter. I think it's something to do with like those things – I don't know. Some t- they probably don't survive the winter either, and then they just they're probably eradicated from out here. Like there's just right. not much much of a pest for the grass of, of any sort. Huh. All right. Well, look. I'm. I mean, I could keep chatting about that for hours, but I, I suppose now that we've got the important stuff out of the way, big things on trucks and lawns. Big thing. Absolutely. Yes. We should probably ask you a bit about the birth of your second child. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I suppose a few questions are: How was the experience? How was it yes, very absolutely. was it very different to first time round? Did you take a really long charger in with you, for example? Um, I took the long charger and yeah. thought about you all, and that was great. But had no need for it. There could not have been two more different experiences. Wow! Really. This one was planned out the um, out the sunroof vibe, and. Yeah. Um, it felt like a haircut. We were in at Good for you. It, for well, you know, sure, yeah, it was probably harder for her, but just the timing and efficiency of it. Okay, we were so you're not saying in, that Lynn's came out <laughs> and said that just felt like a haircut. That felt like a haircut. No, I am not saying that. I'm saying that it was amazing. We were booked in for nine a.m. Get there at nine a.m. They show us your room. You put your bags down. The baby was out at. 9.35, something like that. Right. Like, it, take us upstairs, put you in a room. Um, now, she, it, it, it is like you her. didn't even have to have your parking validated. No, no, utterly not. And and then we were there for one night, I think, and back home the next night. And um, the only, like, compared to the first one, which was, I, I, you know, I hate to use the word, but it probably was traumatic in, in, in its length and mm, its yes. nutsness. Um, this one, the the only real thing that sticks out to me is, I mean, obviously beautiful meeting my daughter, all of that kind of stuff. But um, Lindsay, my wife, long time uh, OBGYN, did it over here, which is kind of the way it goes here. The, the one you've used the whole time also is a, a, a delivering doctor. Mm. And um, he is a South African. And um, 
I did not know this until he came out first. After I'd met the baby and stuff and he came out, she was still in there getting all sutured up, etc. And he said, um, I uh, just want to say I have one piece of advice for you. You should buy those two girls uh, Springboks jerseys as they're a far better team than the Wallabies. And that was it. And then I never spoke to him again. That was all he ever said to me. And then my wife went for the two-month checkup with him about the um, C-section yesterday and she came home and he said he just said one thing my condolences about the world cup oh, <laughs> and I was like, wow. dickhead. but is yeah, that the terrible. earliest possible uh sporting team indoctrination that can happen like with the it's, i could not think of much earlier like that was pretty good unless although the nurse, we, as it's coming out slaps the ass and says dragons <laughs> although that no that being said um my good friend's mother in Sydney knitted us for our first baby a, a little beanie, you know, that you put on babies. Mm. But our our giant-headed first child couldn't fit it. But the first piece of clothing that went on to our second baby within minutes of her coming out was a Balmain Tigers-coloured little head there thing for we her. Go. That's nice. So the indo- indoctrination fought back from our side, at least. Right. Um, but other than that, a, br- a beautiful experience. The Canadian medical system was all it was cracked up to be in that Fantastic. scenario. Um, and everything went great and it was really, really nice. And um, I think one of the really special parts was the following day getting to bring August to meet Ellie for the first oh, time. That yeah, was that sure. was really special. Yes. That was really cute. She, <sighs> she didn't quite get it and she didn't yeah, kind no, of understand. Right. Under but, two. but then. But then kind of got there and, and was very loving and caring and, and, and loves her sister and yeah. is always very she's, – she's at a very funny stage at the moment. She um, She's so much bigger than the last time we talked and so much more copus mentis and her – I don't know where she got this, but she must have seen something, but her, her remedy for any illness, crying, anything like that is immediately ice packs. So she hears baby crying and she'll get up from her bed and go, baby need ice pack, baby need ice pack, and go and get an ice pack and try and put it into Ellie's crib. And it's like, oh, please don't do that. But I love the sentiment, but that ice pack in the crib is not going to help. No, no. Um, Unless, you know, you're some uh, distant relation to Walt Disney. Ooh, Uh, wow. What what I was going to... say is like, I don't think you can expect too much from you know someone who's maybe too in terms of a response to meeting a newborn sibling yeah no. I, I, I I mean I was eight when my youngest brother was born and my famous words were when I came into the room and, and saw it in the uh, little cot there was is that it that's good that's a good one <laughs> I I have I have two other um, good experiences with that that I got from friends. My younger siblings are three year difference, and um, when the older one met the new one for the first time, met him, cuddled nice and everything, then went outside with um, uh, my father. And first thing he said to him was, that baby's crying a lot. Someone should really find its parent, <laughs> and, um, which is a good one. But then a better one, a friend from home was telling me about when they're, I think, two years, dif- oh, three years difference, um, met the baby and was talking to the baby for a little bit and then turned to the mother and said, I like this child, but I sure hope it dies soon. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah, big one. <sighs> yeah. Might just let that yeah. sit there for a minute. 
Actually, no. Yes. Let's say something else. Uh, let's, yeah, move well, on. Well, look, I, 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 are you saying it seems to me that what you're saying is not really a hiccup to mention in the whole situation? No, other than, I mean, knock on wood, we are very lucky, very happy, healthy babies. Um, I'm sh- everything we're going through is probably pretty normal, but it is. It, life is very full and busy. A two-year-old and a two-week uh, and a two-month-old are yes. pretty full on. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. It's just a lot. Um, and yep. Augie still struggles a bit during the night time. Um, mm. we're, we're living, we've got an interesting scenario going. We have a, a basement um, that's fully set up, and so... BB and Mama are living downstairs for nights at the moment for everyone's kind of sanity, okay. um, and and that's that's been good. But occasionally August will wake up at night and go, "I see BB, I see Mama." And we have to go downstairs and uh-huh. show her that they're still there and say, "Okay, there they are," and then go back <laughs> up to bed. And, yeah, right. so not terrible, but you know, a bit full on. And so, uh, Linz is coping okay. Yes, I mean, she is dealing with all the struggles of a two-year-old and a two-week-old, but nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, that's excellent. And what about you in terms of just how you feel? The, the, we, we talked a lot when August was born about yep. uh, you, know, you being somewhat dumbfounded, which is a, a um, feeling that we've all, we all kind of had. Absolutely. And, and sort of, you know, finding yourself sitting there for ages just kind of staring and not, and, you know, being all consumed, I guess, is. Yeah. Um, it was a, a similar feeling this time around, or, or did you have other feelings? Yeah, absolutely. Similar feeling with the dumbfounded about the kid and stuff. However, it's never going to be the same because I've done it before, right? It's, it's, it's a little yes. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think. That actually makes those little times where I feel dumbfounded more profound because I'm amazed that, wow, I can still feel this even though I've done it before. It's still oh, such yeah. a beautiful, amazing That's thing. That's a good take. Um, I, yeah, I, I just occasionally, she's, she's really started opening her eyes, cooing and smiling in the last week or two, and it's just like amazing again, all over again, which is pretty cool. You kind of... I don't know, I had assumed it would have lost some of the sheen from the first time, but it hasn't. It is still the same, uh-huh. except it's funny because I'll be looking at her cooing and crying and then I'll hear yelling from the other room <laughs> about something from my two-year-old. Who, um, but it reminds me of something I wanted to bring up, which is the, the growing of children. You all have children older than I, and this adds a different wrinkle to it. Now that August is two and is, yeah, copus mentis and understanding things and changing things, it is moved into a different phase of parenting where you are imparting skills, knowledge, life, morals, all of those things. And one of the things I've found myself struggling with or, or, or noticing is my desire to confirm her and make her remember her Australianness mm-hmm. in in use of words and stuff like that. But the times that I accidentally slip and then get mad at myself, just things like calling autumn fall over here or uh, oh. tomato sauce ketchup and things like that. I just find myself saying ketchup more because everyone else says it. And then I'm like, no, August, I want you to say tomato sauce. So oh. No, you need to remember. And, you know, that kind I, of I think there's thing. a bit of danger there, bro. There absolutely is. It is. Because it is everyone, else, everyone else in her life is going to be saying it the other way and you're just going to be the mad old dude saying, yes. no, 
that's not that's, that. That's this. That's a banger. Yeah, yeah. But also, I don't mind that role. That 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 kind of suits. <laughs> that suits me. I like but it that. It might be distracting from other kind of yeah, dad, dad things you want to teach. Um, yes, that is true. Because the bizarreness of these foreign words that you're using is going to might kind of take up brain space that other more important dad teachings might take. I think I think you're right, and I think it's a balance that I have to work out. Yeah. What are some other examples there of uh, Australian Canadian lexicon discrepancies that you're trying to? Uh, lexicon discrepancies. Uh, they are. There are a few time-related things that mm. dumbfound people over here. Fortnite is just not used. What? It is just not a word here. Fortnite wow. is not a word. Yeah. Also, midday. I have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> when I say midday. Well, how can you not? It's, and, it's you all know, in the word. And also, fully used over here, midnight. For some oh. reason, they cannot transpose to the middle of the day. It's insane. It, it's right. very odd. I shouldn't have asked that because now it's just turning into uh, how bizarre Canadians chat. Well, it's all of North America with Fortnite. I didn't know this, but I also did a bit of research into Fortnite because of that. Did you know it's just a portmanteau of 14 and night? I, it's 14 fortnights. I, I didn't know that for sure, but I suspected it was something and like then, that. And leading on from that, in ye olde times in Britain, they used to call a week before using the word week a senite. Seven night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Bizarre. Every day is a school day. All right. So you're asking the panel: uh, Should you should you continue being crazy old man, uh, bringing obscure words from across the globe into your child's life, or should you yes. conform, conform to yes? The that is lexicon? a good one. Okay. All I right. have also been waking her up at odd hours of the night to watch Australian sport with me, and I have been a little upset, but also quite. Uh, it's quite cute. She has fallen in love with CFL. Canadian football. It is bizarre. Uh, Her grandfather and I took her to a game riding bikes, which I think the bikes was more of the appeal. But um, she loves it. And she's just always like, Dampa, Daddy, Augie, football, go football. And I'm like, okay, yeah, football, football. And and the funny thing is we watch it on television. And at the end of every play, it's great. She goes, oh, football for down. He doesn't say football man, but football fall down. And then sometimes a play will happen where football fall down. Football get up. <laughs> and it's like it's very funny. Oh, that's cool. All right. So, uh, do you, do you and your father-in-law uh, follow the same CFL team, or is there? Yeah, there's there's only one show in town, and they're historically bad. They're a very bad team um, at the moment. Them? They have been good, but we follow them. Um, and the season's pretty much done for them. The playoffs soon, so. It's all back to the hockey game over here. So we'll see how she does with that. She was a bit young for it last year, but we'll see if that kind of takes over. Wow. All right. Well, I assume you're getting relatively close to home. Your timing is impeccable. I am turning onto my street. All right. Well, I've got two very quick questions for you before I leave you. Uh, Number one, after your second child, did you just feel the, the dad pants kind of get a bit bigger and baggier as, as the event was occurring? Did it, was yes, there, there was a, a was there a, a uh, loosening of the belts. How yeah. about that? Oh, very good. Yes. All right. Yeah. And um, what's the kind of social feeling in Canada towards dropping dog shit into 
uh, freshly emptied bins? Um, it is it is something I'm trying to ask anyone I see about it. It is a, a culture of alleys. Everyone's bins are in alleys. So you can do what you want with other people's bins pretty much. Um, but one thing I have found is that my in-laws, if they're walking their dog, will occasionally just drop full poop bags on my front lawn for me to deal oh, with. Oh, wow. That's next level, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, we might dig into that a bit next time we chat. Uh, Let's. I think there's more to be worked out there. Um, many questions arise from that. Um, right. Send my love to the pants panel, please. I will. Um, and I'll let you go to your family. And um, I'm really glad we could chat again, friend. It's been too long. Me too. I will make sure to make time for it soon. This is an Angry Chimp podcast.